0: Thanks everybody for joining us for another episode of the Round table Podcast. We're really excited to have you guys with us. We ain't got no applause, but we here. We're excited to be with you guys. Whoa, I was pause. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was not ready at all. It's but all good. To love. Give it to me one more time. Welcome everybody to the round table. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for being here. We thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Roundtable Podcast. Still wasn't (laughs) If you guys don't know, um, we got a topic about, we got a dating show tonight. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, your dating checklist. We're going to be talking about your dating checklist, our dating checklist. So what that means is if we got listeners that feel like they want to call in, you guys can do that. The number is 404-857-0286. You uh, have you got guys can to
1: slow that down. You have got to slow that down.
0: 404-857-0286 is the number where you guys can call us and reach <laughs> us. and so You guys can give us your thoughts on, I guess, you know, your dating checklist and, and that sort of thing. Um and we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about what happens when the person you're with isn't the person you really want. So we're going to be tackling some really interesting things tonight for you guys. Um, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be getting into that a little later in the show. Um, but I'm joined, as usual, by my co-hosts, Ms. Tony Tone and Mr. C. Law. Say what's up. Hey, hey
1: everybody.
0: And uh, so sorry we missed you guys for last week, uh, but we're back. And as usual... We like to send it over to Tony Tone. She always has something interesting going on. So
1: <laughs> oh, we're, gonna see, we're
0: gonna see what's going on in Tony's corner right now. So, t- take it away. Take it away. <laughs> so
1: I just, I guess mine is more like a question. It starts okay. off like a question. So if your girl gives you a pass, a free pass,
0: A hall it, pass,
1: yeah, like a hall pass, like to just go and do like whatever. Would you, would you take it?
0: No, that, that's suicide. I think I feel like it's a setup. That's suicide. Yeah, that's a setup. A setup it's
1: like, to do, to yeah. do whatever you want to do. If she says, babe, you know, I ain't really, you know, I'm not into all that. But can you, you can have a hall pass on me. Do what you want, and this is your free hall pass. This is your free moment to do whatever you want. Would you wouldn't take it? You guys wouldn't take I did, it. I'm not
0: buying it. That's Why? like, that's like, that's like, tell me the truth. I, I can handle it. Come on. Now. That's like, that. that's the same situation. But I, I guess, I'm, I, I'm curious to know, like, under what circumstances would this happen? You know what like, I mean?
1: If your girl, like, okay, if you're, if you're dating, okay, storyline, just a little bit. And it kind of is like a twofold a little bit because Toya and her husband, well, ex-husband or whatever but it came you from said her. You it right
0: there but go ahead.
1: But um, it came from her but then oddly enough I had a conversation about it last week while I was at a work convention
0: okay.
1: and um, I thought Why about are you it. are
0: talking about home passes?
1: Yeah well, you know we can't always talk about academia like we need a a, a release sometimes you know we can't always talk about our students but so she was saying how in her relationship that you know her sexual appetite is not as great as her significant others, okay. So she says that she gives her husband a hall pass to kind of do his own thing because her sexual appetite is not his. You know, they're not. It's not equivalent. You know what I'm saying? Are you
0: about, Are you talking about Toya, or your coworker? Well,
1: so this is my. This is my coworker at this point. But I'm saying I heard this same thing with Toya, and it like it was like a year or two ago, or whatever. But it like like soared on social media but it just so happened that it was interesting because we talked about it at a work convention last week you know at the work convention last week you know not during work hours but outside of work hours I just found it really interesting that she allows her husband to have a hall pass how often
0: does he get the hall pass?
1: she didn't go into detail but I know the reason for the hall pass is because he has a very high sex drive and her not so much So she gives him this hall pass to kind of do his own thing. Now, I had asked her, I said, now, is this bring someone into the bedroom kind of thing? Or Mm. is this, like, he gets to go out, date, see what he likes, and...
0: And just come back home to you.
1: And then just come back home to her. And she said that she doesn't want any parts of it. It's a, he goes out, does his thing, and the the only the only thing is like not get pregnant and not to have like any like t- connections to these women like that's her like stipulation
0: yeah but like, that's like that's a that's that's Pandora's box though I mean that that that's really dangerous when you start talking about like a guy having a hall pass to go out and do whatever he wants to do I mean it it may work for them but I think that that situation at least for me would never work like I for one I know my woman ain't with it but even if she was <laughs> Even if she was, <laughs> I'm just, I just, I, just couldn't. I don't know. I don't know. I would feel like it's, it's opening a door, possibly opening a door to some place I don't want to be. Yeah, know I, mean? I, I, I mean, I've known people like I've, I've known people like friends. I would people I would consider friends who've had this in their marriage, but you know, I think it got to a point where he, it was the same thing. Like his sex drive was just too high. And his wife just wasn't trying to. But know, don't you don't you know that like? That I think it might be cool. Like, think about the levels of sex that you had. Like, even you know, not diving into your personal life, but you know, like sex. Fuck, when you first start dating somebody, y'all getting it in all the time, and then like now I'm, I got work, I'm tired, you know, or, or whatever. But, but it's. You I'm know, curious. Just, it, it changes, so but I can, now, I feel, but, but I'm, but I'm, I'm curious. My
1: Facebook followers, Rocky said the wife is going to become the side chick. So how do y'all feel about that? Like, does she then become the side chick? I mean, because to me,
0: nah, because, it nah, works, I, so.
1: I guess. I guess. I mean, I didn't go all into detail, but.
0: No, I don't think she would become the side chick. I, yeah, think, I that, think that. No, I I think because if it's just sex with uh, the outside woman, that that's that still fits the definition Of a side chick so I don't think the wifey Really becomes the side chick But my question is do I thought and I don't know if it's true Tom, You you can answer maybe but I thought a woman's sex drive Gets higher as they get older is that a myth Is that an urban legend like As women get
1: I would have to say I don't think it's a myth
0: <laughs> Look what I want to know this is what I want Tom I, you uh, look like You sit in the bed doing the show ah! I want you to lean over have to, to the nightstand.
1: Don't judge me. I don't I want to, you to. to my, I have to. I have to get over there to my chair because I'm not really like, like, yeah. I think in my. chair. I just
0: want you to go to the nightstand, point the camera in the nightstand drawer, and then we can find out what the 30 plus sex drive is like. That's what I want to know. So I just, <laughs> I just thought that you know, one nice. I don't have
1: that in my. I'm sorry.
0: You just don't keep it there. No, but,
1: I don't have it. Period.
0: I don't, you know. I'm
1: just messing with
0: you. I, yes. She's stuttering though. I don't own
1: anything.
0: I just, just with the, just to kind of put it. I guess, I don't know. Like I, I'm not accepting the hall pass because I feel like it's, it's, it, it's not a good look. It, it, it won't, it won't end well. Now if, if. I, but my friend, and a friend of mine who has had this hall pass for an elongated period of time, his thing is if she ever says, wrap it up, I don't want it no more, it's, it's revoked, he says I would do it in a heartbeat because of, you know, I have too much to lose, um, you know, with my wife. And so I think that. Good point. Is a is a is something that you use so you can see how she he's never removed her from that you know from the the post that she has and put her as a you know a side piece or anything like that. Sometimes guys just be trying to get off. So.
1: I love it, Rocky. Thank you. Like Rocky's getting it in, y'all. Like he's got some good points here. He was Boy, like, yeah. "So what if the other um, female's booty is better than his wife?"
0: That that that's that's Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that, that's what noise about. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like it's too risky, man. Like you don't want to be out there and then you run into something that's, you know, and, and you get sprung, you know, over over the the, the side chick and then you start yeah, to grow feelings be like, because like sex all of be like, hey, in the I was just about to say that you're in the sunshine. <laughs> they calling home. Hey, honey, am so never coming I'm home again. <laughs> I love never
1: them. Tell
0: your mama I ain't coming home. <laughs> Tell the kids I love them. Tell the kids I love them. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I, you know, I don't know. I think, and then vice versa. I don't. That'll never work either, though. You know. Yeah, I'm not that passing that out the hall pass. reversal. You know, I yeah, just don't, there's no hall no, pass around you know. here. Yeah, that that's definitely a, a female mm-hmm. thing. But like I said, if it works for you, if it floats your boat, by all means. Yeah, and
1: that's what I told my coworker. At the end of the day, I I really can't. I mean,
0: I'm no. not judging. Yeah, think, I'm not judging. If it works for you, if you can get it done, I'm not judging at all. But yeah. I don't think it's for me. But thank you for that interest in Tony's corner. Yeah, we appreciate
1: that. I do what I can when I can. <laughs> it was oh, good though, you kinda... you to get into the um into the questions right now. So just give us one second.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, but that okay. way I mean, because it, it's kind of yeah it all has to do with our topic tonight. And um for you guys that may just be joining us, we're talking about uh if what's on your dating checklist is that person you're with the one. Right. And I guess, Kurt, you can kind of start it off um, because the topic kind of came from your end. So I guess you can kind of give us some background information about where this topic came from. All right. Just, just thanks for teeing it up for me, cuz. But so I got a text from a listener um, who was basically kind of saying, hey, I, I know of a situation where uh, someone that's really affluent or whatever, you know, it's dating someone that they really care about and love, but they're just not who they thought they would end up with. They're not the person that checked off their list of, they wanted to be a power couple and they wanted, you know, that's this is what the the, 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 the affluent person was saying. Hey, I wanted a, a power couple. I wanted my other, you know, my significant other to have X, Y, and Z. I really love you but you don't necessarily check all the boxes off on my list. So, and this may be that's more of a traditional stance in that, well, he's wealthy, she's not, you know, he comes from a line of, you know, families that, you know, are are very wealthy and, you know, his mom stayed at home and didn't have to work, but, you know, she she wants, you know, she wants to work. So, there are a lot of different things that I thought were older in the mindset but could be brought forward to the day because it's like even in the movie uh... what was it what was it It wasn't just right What was it with Angela Bassett and Paula Patton and Laz Alonzo oh that was jumping the broom jumping the broom it was just like he had he was new money she was old money and so it's just some things that don't necessarily marry well so I wanted to kind of get into the topic so like just wanted to ask the question, like, how does the perfect match look to you in your head? And does that per you know person really exist in reality? So, cause I will point that question to you. Like, when you were dating and before you you know got married, like, what did your perfect match look like? And don't you know, cop out and say it look like my wife. Like, so what did what no, me like I'm gonna be honest about it. Um <sighs> You know, I think that I think it was all about the the way that that person made me feel. Now, if you this isn't physical. This is more like right. the mm-hmm. okay, so some of the other qualities. I I think that and I've said it before, I think that for me one of the biggest qualities in 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 the woman that I always wanted to end up with was somebody who made me better. Somebody right. who who had you know, who had visions, who had aspirations and somebody who also made me better and made me wanted to be a better man for them and for myself, even. Um, but I think that as far as a checklist, I never had a checklist, really. Like, I like I liked all women. Like, you could be, you know, red bone, I mean, chocolate. You know, I have my preference. But I like I all women. You know? They all they all uh, run the bell. They all run the bell. Yeah, you know, and so for me, I never really had a, a, a real checklist. It was always about how we how we meshed together as far as when, the time we spent and how that person made me feel. But I don't think I really ever had a checklist to really go off of and be like, okay, she meets this, she meets this, she means this. It was just always how that person makes me feel is how I judged yeah. it. And, yeah. and I think for me, just to kind of jump in as a second, for me, that checklist, like, I never really created a checklist until I, like... I think that's a chick thing. I was, well, I was talking to my therapist and he was like, "So make, make, make a list, like, one through ten, and if you get seven of them, like, that should be cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, but, like, there were things that were just, like, deal breakers. I didn't have, like, a checklist per se, but deal breakers were on the list, like, so, you know, I'm 30 years old, but and I'm getting older, but like me, I never saw myself like dating, marrying a woman who had kids prior to. Like even if it was like we were talking about last episode, I just never saw that for myself. And so like that was just for me a deal breaker and I would kind of put up a wall. Um, I know if it's the single mothers out there, but that's just, that was my thing. And maybe once I got like 35, if I still weren't married then I'd be like, you know what, ain't nobody really out here without no kids. But, uh. I'm still tripping out the fact you got a therapist though. Uh well I had my old therapist I don't really have them no more but you know you but, know how it is black people be like well, they don't do therapy you got a therapist nah yeah I mean I was that was one of the things I was I was kind of struggling with too but like it wasn't a particular body type it was more about somebody that pushes me I definitely feel like a woman that can motivate you to be better and who is striving herself to be better is the most important thing I always try to relay that information to my friends you know those who aren't married or or whatever like you need somebody that's got your back and that's in your corner and that just only wants to see you do better because without that I don't think you know I mean you can get far without somebody but I don't you know I
1: really can still be in somebody's corner and that still not be that person for you so that's That's true that's not relevant either
0: I mean, it's relevant to me. What's your list? It's
1: relevant to you, but that doesn't mean that that works for. Ev- that doesn't mean that that's the case. I mean, there's people that are in other people. What's talking about my list, not Tony's? But I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, in your list. But what if it's deception? What if that's what she? Oh yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, you gotta be. You
1: and gotta that's be. not really what you get. Like once the ring and all that other kind of stuff, and then things change, and she really ain't got your back like you think she do.
0: Well, that's true. That's how you always we call it the the proverbial uh, flip switch. Yeah, uh, I and mean, that's, that's like,
1: really she was like really had her representative like for the longest. See,
0: I mean, that's yeah. another topic altogether because then it's like, well, wouldn't women put it on. So you know, what I mean, like you gotta start. You gotta start off being yourself. Like what you see should be what you get.
1: Absolutely. And
0: so you know, that's something. But in two
1: thousand and sixteen, what you see is not what you get. Especially, my checklist is not going to be what you get. Right.
0: right. So, Tom, so, like, what did, did did you have a perfect match list or what? That Sorry, person. So,
1: did I, I've never had a checklist.
0: Yeah, this is a bad show for us to do coming uh, off the rip. <laughs> well, tall, dark, but we we got other points. But so you didn't you didn't care about the tall, dark, and handsome thing that most women. You well, know.
1: well, you know what, you know what, I I guess I had just maybe it's funny because I had friends like.
0: <laughs> I definitely had a picture in my head though.
1: But you know what, it's funny because like my friends would be like, Tony, you don't have a, you don't really have a type because I never really had a type. Like I don't really have a type. Now I don't gravitate to. Skinny guys. I'm not really a big skinny guy kind of girl. Like,
0: like, a, little,
1: I like a little cushion. Yeah, you know. I'm not a size zero. Like, let's. let's <laughs> you know, I'm not a size zero, so I'm not looking for my man to be like six packed up, swole, walking around like cock diesel. Like, I don't need him to be doing that either. But, you know, I mean, I, I don't gravitate to smaller men. That's just not me. I don't really particularly want a man my height I mean I'm short you know what I'm saying I'm really short so I would really you know want somebody you know, like, little, little, you know a little tall you know so I guess I had things in my mind that I like my man to have but when it came to a checklist it was always which ain't nobody met it yet I always one of my biggest pet peeves on a checklist is are you willing to fight for me Can
0: I be your enough? Like that kind of stuff was on my checklist. Yeah, that's 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 a grown up checklist. Yeah. Let me add something back to my checklist though. I was it was the kid thing and the education thing and 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 religion. Like you had to be, you had to have some.
1: Yeah. Now you had to yeah. yeah, Some type of of
0: education was a big thing for me too. Like I never, I mean, unless you was really like doing your thing, business wise or something, like where you really kind of made a way out of you know whatever you had, but. It wasn't like you – it wasn't the thing where I was just – you were just doing nothing. You could love me to death. But if you just had nothing going for yourself as far as, like, trying to better yourself, like, I couldn't really rock. You, like, you saw a good comment. What you see? Nothing. Sad.
1: Absolutely not.
0: But <laughs> – <laughs> All right. Okay. So. so let's let's switch gears because I mean, so so none of us really have a checklist, and I feel like the older you get, the, the, no, the checklist comes down to just you know, you got to be, you know, you got a job. You know what <laughs> I mean? So I think as you get older, that that list starts to shrink. I mean, but
1: just to have no kids, dog on it. That's that's. That's plus, 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 plus. <laughs> like, I mean, can you? I mean, I, you know, I.
0: Your, your whole page got one box on it. <laughs> exactly.
1: You made exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> but you know what, that's why
0: I'm
1: single and by myself. Because I just, it, it, it me and I, these men these days, so, I
0: can't say so. Too. So I want to switch gears a little bit because I, I, I was doing some research on, on the topic and I, I ran across an article that asked why are relationships often so difficult and so I wanted to kind of ask you guys about the whole dynamic of a relationship like do you feel like there is a perfect person you're with or that you should be with or do you feel like relationships are always you got to make it work it's never where it's like this soulmate character or do you feel like you have to make it work with the person that you happen to be with I think I think for I think it's, it's it's twofold for 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 women and for guys it's two totally different things because for a woman like Tone said on my checklist are you willing to fight for me um, and women will get there uh, women will get there in a spot where if you're dating them and they're serious about you like they riding for you and they'd ride for you a whole lot sooner than than guys but for me I think it's I, and i think for guys generally it's like all right let me fill this thing out i like her but it's you know it's this the one i'm i'm done you know i'm done with everybody else for it or i'm hanging everything else up for it. and i think for us that's a process like we can be in the relationship we can be doing everything we're supposed to be doing but just to get to that next level of, still not know if that's yeah like this is it type deal i think that level of 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 assurance is is harder for us to reach. What was the question again so I can answer it directly. That's just, just about like do you do you feel like there's a there's a soulmate or do you feel nah, like your relationship is like once, you have to what I've realized is not in a traditional no there is no work. We're perfect together soulmate. I think the soulmates exist but perfect person, like nah. I don't think like no problems, no issues, smooth sailing from I do to the grave, I don't know if that exists that's a lot of work, and so I think you know you'll talk to anybody that been married for fifty years, thirty years, forty years. It's work involved, man, but you just gotta once you commit and I've said it before, once you commit to we're gonna work on this and getting you know leaving it alone. It's like them old time in relationships if you didn't know they loved each other, you would think they hate each other right <laughs> right how would be like if you didn't know that they loved each other. You think they hate each other, but you know they're madly in love. But in the relationship, it, it took a lot, you know, to get to that point—thirty, forty, fifty years being married. It takes a lot. And yeah, because so- I remember being in a car in the van with your pop, and me and you were having a conversation. Like, uh, what would you say? We said, uh, "Halle Berry or Janet Jackson." This is like the mid '90s. This is Like Halle Berry or Janet Jackson, and we was like. He's like, come on, Dad, Halle Berry or Janice Jackson. Halle Berry or Janet Jackson. And he was like, shit, son, I don't care. As long as they name ain't Stephanie Elaine Randolph, it don't matter. And that's his mom. <laughs> so it's just like he other like it don't matter. Like it's just like if it ain't her, these other women might appearance-wise be one thing, but this is the one that was made, you know, for me to bear children and to be, be with. So I think that's a different thing. Sorry, I had to get it in. No, that's cool. So I, I guess t- Tony, you got any like any, any input as far as that perfect person? Do you feel like you you waiting on that perfect person to sweep you off your feet?
1: No, I don't think that I don't think that there's a perfect person out here that exists. I think in my mind, um, I feel like God puts the right person for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's, a, there's somebody out there that I'm supposed to meet or supposed to gravitate to me, and we just gel. You know what I'm saying? And he then becomes my best friend, and we become a unit, and you know, things just flourish and blossom from there, or whatever. Um, but I think that I, I, I'm coming to realize that n- nobody has a soulmate, so to speak. I think they just have really good long-time life partners. Um, that... Um, that they happen to come together and they can work really well as a unit. Um, I think that some people have, um, and, I, and, I, and please guys, don't kill me when I say this, but what I'm saying, for example, is like a Kanye and a Kim Kardashian or a J and B, they're just really good power couples. I don't doubt that they love each other. I want to put that mm-hmm. in there because, I mean, I, I don't know these people by a can of paint. But I think they are very good power couples. So hold, hold, powers, hold that thought.
0: I'm going to take a call real quick. I'm sorry. Thanks for calling the round table. Who's calling?
2: Hi, Dr. Howard. How are you doing?
0: Good. How are you? Hey,
2: Dr. Howard. Hi, Dr. Howard. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to join in on the conversation. I can hear it. So. Okay. Very interesting statements here being made.
0: <laughs> what you got for Um
2: it? And some of the statements, and I'm just going to speak to the people who've called in before. Some of them, um, and I don't know the status of the three of you all. I know the status of Kurt, but not the other two. Um, But it sounds like some of the callers that are calling in, Um, obviously some of them are not married, or either A, some have been married or been close to married. And so one of the things that I guess in listening to the conversation and and something that I also um, posted is that You know, people grow to love people on an agape level. That's not something that is going to always be out the gate. It takes time to build that. Um, You know, obviously because you as an individual, you change over time. The person that you were when you were dating someone in your 20s is going to be different in your 30s. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm in my 40s, so I'm so far removed from the person I was in my 20s. In my 40s, it wouldn't even be the same. So... You know, I, I think in, in some instances it's sort of challenging when I see a lot of um, young women coming out the gate, you know, obviously coming into your own and what that looks like as far as a relationship. Whether you have this, you know, insane list of what that looks like as far as the perfect individual compared to what is the reality of what it is. I mean, um, I can only speak for myself. I've, I've been married before um, and have been a, a here and there type of scenario. But I think at the same time, it's sort of interesting where, you know, you come out with this list of the type of person that you're looking for and they have to have all of these things that's on there. But, you know, as you grow and things happen in life, stuff happens. It's not necessarily that you're settling for less. I think it's just more of you becoming, I don't want to say realistic, but, you know, some of the things that you might have had on there, it's really not that important. It's yeah, um, not going to be a deal breaker. Yeah, it's not going to be a deal breaker at the end of the day. I mean, I could tell you definitely in my 20s, um, the person had to be of the same statue. I grew up from a real poor environment, so they definitely had to be better than where I was at because we both can't be suffering. Um, and so as opposed to now, which is very interesting, um, and I've been married now for five years, I mean, I've been there before for 10 years, so I can definitely tell you the night and day. So my first cousin was a multi-millionaire, and I was the one that didn't have anything. Now, the roles are in reverse. So it's sort of interesting in the standpoint of, you know, sort of like what Kirk said, you want someone that's going to ride and die. But I think a lot of times people don't look at the standpoint of, hey, I got to have the right person on the bus. But to me, at this stage in my life, I need to make sure that it's not only the right person on the bus, but the right person in the right um, and so, you know, that becomes a different conversation, but, you know, you all raised some really good points. Very interesting. I, I love the dynamics between the three of you all as far as the conversation, because it is very refreshing, but it's also engaging. Thank
0: you. Thank, Thank you. For thanks for calling in, Sherry. Sure. Keep listening.
2: All right. Thanks, sir.
0: Right. Uh, Bye. Sorry about that, uh, tone that you were, you were saying, um, damn. <laughs> I, had brain, I had a brain for her, I'm not telling you know why. You look like you look like you had one too. Yeah, no, you had a you great point. Back. Can you get it back? Can you get anything back? But, Me? Yeah. Yeah. The point you were making before I interrupted. I'm sorry. Well,
1: I mean, I, I mean, just the long and the short that you know, people. You know, again, I don't really think that maybe in high school I probably would have felt like, oh my god, that person was my soulmate, which, which right. I'm knowing what a soulmate is. But to Dr. Howard's point, as you get older, you don't look for the same things that you did when you were in your 20s. Like I'm not gonna lie, like in my 20s, being you know, grown, hanging out and being on the West Side and stuff like, you had to be from over there. That's what you had to be. That was like a requirement, you know. And but now at the, you know, now that I'm in my 30s, that's not that that becomes you know irrelevant at this point. But you know, you. To me, like I say, I don't think that there's such a thing as a soulmate as opposed to somebody that can just be your life partner and you all grow together. And that then becomes your best friend. Somebody, as Dr. Howard said, that you can have on the bus with you in the right seat. You know what I'm saying? And that's going to root for you just as much as you're going to root for them. And you guys can be a dynamic couple together.
0: Right. Right. And she she made me think about something like oftentimes I see relationships where couples have been married for 20, 30 years and then they split. And wow. so I've always been curious about those type of relationships. I'm like, how can you how can you be in this, this situation so long to, to get to this point? And then now it's quitting time. You know, I've always been curious about what happens there and how, how can that really happen?
3: Yeah,
1: I think people lose. Something happens in the dynamic of them losing themselves. Um, when people are married 20, 30 years and they decide to call it quits, the wants and the needs change, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I think Kurt talked about it one time before on one of our shows, people just grow apart and they grow and they want different expectations and things at, at, um, from life. And maybe this person is still here while the other person is stepping up. Maybe this person is an entrepreneur and he's ready to soar or she's ready to soar and that person is still complacent. Um, Maybe that woman or that man gave up his dreams to make sure that his his spouse's dreams, you know, came into fruition. Um, It just depends on the dynamic. I mean, people can be married for so long that they feel like we've just grown apart and we just can't get it back, no matter if it's therapy, uh, church, praying, going to see your pastor, some people just can't get it back. And they lose it. It doesn't mean that they lost love for each other. It's yeah, and just friendships, lost. yeah. yeah. They, they've just lost time and the friendship and the season. And the
0: romantic right part yeah, of their they, they relationship.
1: over now. I think the season at that point is over. And they have to figure out there's somebody else out there that's a better life partner for them than that person in that moment.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and I think, just to piggyback off that and wrap that point up, just, I think too, like, when you reach that point, it's almost like, how long will I be miserable or my partner be miserable in this situation? So, right. yeah, we might have 20 or 30 years together, but let's say we started this thing at 20, so now we're 40, 50 years old. Is it worth spending the rest of my life unhappy, or should I just get out of this situation and now become truly happy as a person because I'm not happy here anymore? And I think. That's the overarching issue sometimes. And I, think, yeah. and I
1: think, too, that people, in the midst of them having checklists, they like the idea of marriage, but they don't like mm-hmm. the work of
0: marriage. Right, it's, it's that's
1: the work is where. That's where the disconnect comes from. Women want to get nice and fluffy and the wonderful dressing, you know, the, all these 20-some-odd bridesmaids and all <laughs> these, you know, thousands of dollars of cake and all this other kind of stuff that they lose what it's going to take.
0: To, to keep make it
1: sure that, that foundation stays strong and they yeah. continue to build. People just like it to me, anyway. And this is just my opinion. I feel like nowadays, I think there are certain people in the world that like the idea of marriage, but they don't like the work behind marriage.
0: Right, right, absolutely. I think it, it, it is. Um, it, it, I think some people like the show of it. You know, yeah. they, they, they like the the attention that it brings and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. the work. They don't realize how hard, you know, relationships are sometimes. Um, but to kind of move into another point, um, which is about settling. And, you know, Tom, you, you, you kind of mentioned it, but I just wanted to talk about, like, when you're in a relationship with somebody and you've been going steady and everything, but you kind of realize that it may have run its course. And it's like you say it, you love that person, but you may just not be in love with that person. So I, I guess my question is, um, like, how? What, what do you do in those type of situations? Like, do you spend, you know, you, you got young kids. Let's say you got young kids. You know what I mean? And do you spend the next 10, 15 years of your life in that person settling? Or do you get out? And is it, you know what I mean? Like, is it worth losing everything, because I've met older guys who have stayed until their kids got 18. 18, got on out. it got out, you know what I mean? And I always looked at it like, how long were you unhappy, man? Like, <laughs> how, how long was how long you dealing with this woman, you know, unhappy like that, you know what I mean? And so I'm just curious, like, is that is that is that honorable for uh, a guy to do that? Or is I've it... Been- I've never been in that situation but I don't necessarily I think it's important for a family to be together if you can if you can stand it if you can do it and if it's not harming you Um but I you know I think too I don't necessarily think that it's absolutely coinciding with the kids but the kids probably have something to do with it I don't have kids but I imagine even I've always said if I had kids and I wasn't married like I'm gonna try to to and d j just made a good point he said kids can tell they see the unhappiness and I think if it gets to that point then I have to for the it's time for us to we're not staying together for the kids we're actually hurting the kids because they know what it is but um and just, just without the even marriage part of it, I think even being in a relationship sometimes it just gets really hard for people to. You've been doing this, you've been talking to the same person every night. You've been going to the same house every night. This person knows you. You know them. But we got, a, we got another call. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Right. Thanks for calling the round table, He's calling.
3: Hey, this is E. E. ready? <laughs> what's,
0: what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Not much, man. What you got for us? Yeah, this
3: um just heard a couple things. Um from the, um, the sister that just called, and also a couple things that you all said, and that is a- absolutely true. Um, getting in, um, first off, I'll say we need to understand that um, the difference between a friendship and a relationship. Okay. Um, we have to start teaching relationships and not friendships. Um, yeah, I heard you talking about you up, head, you play with your You play with your mama, and your mama tell you, I ain't your friend. Right. That's, that's saying that I'm doing everything in my ability that I think was good for you. I'm telling you the truth at all times. Right. A lot of times we get in relationship with people and we say, I want you to be my best friend as well. You have to you have to have a relationship and be a best friend because mm-hmm. best friends gonna run with you. When you're wrong, best friends gonna not tell you all the time, but you always have that one friend that's gonna explain you, look, this is what it is, they're always gonna tell you the truth. Right. So understanding that you have to have a relationship with each other and keeping it keeping it 100 like we say today right. with everybody. Um, and a lot of times, like somebody just said, you wait around till the 18 and they get out and things like that. Um, I understand the dynamics of the black family and trying to stay together, family. Period. Right. Um right. But, you, Kirk just said you sometimes you do more harm staying mm-hmm. than you do leaving because mm-hmm. not giving that. If you're just there, if you're saying you're just there for the child and things like that, you're not giving that child the opportunity or the the other person the opportunity to actually be with someone to really display what that child needs in his life his or her right. life mm-hmm. so if you just stand there and you all just going through the motion and that that child not seeing any kind of affection and love, right. you're not doing anything together like you're going that child's gonna grow up thinking that that's normal right, yeah. right. so right. you're actually yeah. doing more. You're doing more harm just sticking around just to say I was there, you know, and really not displaying the love and affection that that child needs because they're going to grow up and they're going to think that there's normal and they're going to kind of do the same thing. So if you're not yeah. hugging and kissing, showing each other, you love each other, doing things, child can be like, oh, we don't do that. Or, you know, I don't, love, I don't hear mama and daddy say I love you. I just go to bed and, you know, they not – they're not sitting around talking, having family dinner. So that's kind of doing more harm right. than what? it
0: is any kind of good. Right. 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 Yeah. All right, man, thanks for calling in. You keep listening, man. Keep calling in. We appreciate hearing from you, brother. That's good. So you know,
3: take it easy. All
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I can I speak to that, you know, directly. You know, my personal experience, my father was, was there, but there was no affection. And it got to the point where they didn't sleep in the same room. You never heard I love you. It you know it wasn't no hugging and kissing, and fortunately for me, I always looked at it like I don't want to I don't want to be that. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, where does
0: that come in? <laughs> i just want to put that. Okay, I've some good moment. Go ahead, brother. But no, I'm just saying that for me, I th- I've always looked at it, and I was fortunate, you know, especially in in high school. To have friends like like Tone and, and and see your parents relationships and see other other people's relationships, loving relationships, and so it made me look at that and be like, man, that's what I want. And right. so even though my own parents relationship was was kind of, you know, just kind of not not there, I looked at other people's relationships and I was like, I want that. I don't want what you know. Yeah, and I, I and what's crazy is I was having that conversation with your parents. Uh, a couple couple weeks ago, Tone, where I said the same thing. I was like, you know, big big Nick Nick's father was, you know, like my pop after my pop passed, but you know, he taught me, you know, how to be a man and 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 provide, but he didn't teach me how to be affectionate and, and show love, and so I got a lot of that from your your mom and your pop. Like they would, they still be flirting and flicking each other off while people ain't looking and doing all of that silliness, and so I got that part of my you know my love and like taking my playfulness that I have as a person and putting it into a relationship so now you know my woman now like you know she's always you play too much you always playing I never know when you're serious but if I got serious she would she couldn't stand it because I'm always you know I want to keep that liveliness that love that fun in the relationship and and we would see it before with your dad and your mom but as they got older and his dad and my dad's father both passed around in the same like month same year and so it had an effect on him, and I just kind of saw, as even as a kid, I kind of saw how that drew, drove a wedge, and I tried to never let, I took it in my mind then to say, never let something, even though it's really big, ruin a life or, or another life or, you know, my three people's lives, because you never know how people will take that, but I think you have to kind of put it, in a perspective and try to make it work for you in some type of way, shape, or form. And that's totally off the topic, but... But, but, but fitting, you know, given given what we're talking about. Right. Um, but, you know, I've touched on everything that I wanted to touch on. Um, well, I guess we can sort of start to, to wrap it up if you guys don't have anything. Um, uh, I, I think the only thing that I could add is, for, for my closing point, is probably uh, just more of a personal story where you know, thinking you should be with somebody, thinking that you were supposed to be with somebody, and realizing that that could have been true for a time, but it just isn't always, it's not It's not a constant. That thing can always change. So for anybody that is in something that they didn't, not necessarily is permanent, not a, not a marriage, but if it's in a relationship, or even if a marriage, if you've been going to bed mad for the last two, three, five, ten years, maybe it's time for you to kind of eject yourself from that situation and get happy as a person again but just because it, it was perfect at a time doesn't mean it will be perfect forever I want everybody to continue to work but I never want anybody to subject themselves to just pain and and, and brokenness and if unhappiness. get out yeah if you don't have to so I always think about that and I think even for you too because like it was probably the best thing for your parents to not be there anymore within the same home. They were still there for you all, but just it was, like you said, you notice know like, they don't sleep in the same room anymore. You know, we used to listen to the wall, like, when they was getting it in when they was young, like,
3: it's
0: you know what I mean? So it was just, like, oh, it's two totally different aspects of a thing, and so I used to always think that was weird, like, even on Loving Basketball, where he listening to his parents get it in, but as a kid, it's like, I hear that love that they got for each other, as opposed to I'm listening to some stats. You know what I mean? It's like when that goes away, now I hear arguing or just no love being shared. That's hard for me as a kid to be like, damn, they're hurting each other by being here and they think they're helping me. Go ahead, Tom.
1: I think a lot of times, I think for me, um, I think people have to get out of their heads. Yeah. They have to get out of this social media. Craze what they feel like a relationship should look like um, and comparing their situation to someone else's.
0: um, Yeah. yeah, I say pride eliminate.
1: Yeah. You know, I think, I think people have to start putting things back into perspective and really figuring out what makes them happy and not. Okay. So my friend just got married. So that means I need to get married. Right. Um, I know when one of my, you know, (laughs) <laughs> like my sister, like she got married, you know, like when she went down the aisle and got married, and people were like, oh, well, are you next? And are you, you know, do you want to? I don't want to be married. I'm okay. I'm in in that moment when she got married. I'm okay. Like I'm not in a rush to marry anyone right now. At the at that time in my life, heck, I was still living at home with my parents. So marry who? You know, that was her situation. She wanted to get married. I don't want to be married. You know, I I don't. Do I want to be one day? Yeah. When does that happen? I don't know. But I had to, I think people have to get outside of their head and figuring out what they think their mm-hmm. life should be and then just realize what their life is mm-hmm. and um, I think that's where people allow their life to go all whoa, crazy crazy because they they stay in their head versus mm-hmm. coming outside of their head and just understanding that this is your life and embrace your life where you're planted and enjoy that, you know what I'm saying, be okay in that moment. And I feel like as far as the checklist is concerned, just know what makes you happy. You know, I mean, like, I mean, Dr. Howard said it best. Like, there's just certain things that if you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, that just really just don't matter. You know, there's certain things that it's like, okay, so what? You know, we can can deal with that. You know, that's not really a must. You know, um, for the sake of the kids, I'm an advocate. Like, if you guys can make it work stay with the kids, make it work. But if you can't, you guys have to come to a happy medium where you all can learn to co-parent and love those children because I'm telling you, even as a single mother, when I was dealing with um with what I was dealing with postpartum depression, yes people, it is real. Some people don't want to realize that, but it's real.
0: Black people yeah. do deal with stuff like that. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> I, I can own that. You know what I'm saying? But Karis, at the age of two, she knew, like, mommy, why are you why are you always angry at me? And it's not it was never her. You know what I'm saying? It was never her. So I was just a single parent. So just imagine if I was in a household with another person and we're yelling and we're screaming, you know, to ease point. These kids know. These kids are like bionic babies. They know. Yeah, they
0: to DJ they, for that point they, too, they
1: know. So if it's healthier for you all to separate separate but don't stay because you want to stay for the kid. That's that's never healthy because you end up doing them more harm than you do good because if you stay then that little boy may think that that's how he's supposed to talk to a woman or that little girl may think that that's how she's supposed to conduct herself as a, as as a woman when she gets older. So, you know, just be cognizant of that. Sometimes it's best to just step, you know, Step away,
0: right, right. Yeah, I want you. To, I want my last final point before you close. I guess, I guess, for me, my biggest thing is just, is just be real. Like yeah. people will love people. You, somebody will love the person you are, mm-hmm. and not the person you try to be. Right. And that is a big issue, I think, in our society, especially is you know with the whole Instagram and Snapchat. People are putting on and putting on this, like Tony, you mm-hmm. say, representative, and it does not. It, it 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 can't carry over. It, eventually, at some point, the real you has to show, Absolutely. and you don't want to get into a relationship six months, you know, nine months a year, and then all of a sudden, you know, the real you comes out, and you expect that person to love you the same. So for me, I think it's just about being real. I think it's about women being honest with themselves. You don't always need to have the caked up makeup where you can't cry. And you know, guys, you don't have to have the latest shoes and, a car. and yeah, a car and you ain't paid your rent. So I think for me it's about you know, being real and somebody will love the person that you are and, and just believe in that. And I think that will be the foundation and the base for building the house that, that you live to spend the rest of your life in. So that's that's it for me um guys we really enjoy having you guys but we are out of time uh you guys can visit our website at the round-table.com you guys can visit our facebook page Yay. uh follow us on instagram follow us on twitter what's up
1: on my facebook live tonight i'm sorry it's like tripping oh, it, it,
0: it ain't, it ain't yeah, i was weak connection like all night i don't know uh, it's good, but thank. We want to thank those for for listening on Facebook Live as thank always. An hour on Facebook Live. Thanks right. for Rita and e calling in tonight. thanks for our callers, man. We really appreciate that um so like i said you guys continue to rock with us man we try to do this show and get better every week we, we love to have topics just conversations that we think we should be having that a lot of times we just don't have and if uh, you have a topic that you want heard text it to four zero four eight five seven zero two eight six. 857 but if you got one of our numbers text us or hit us up on instagram put it in dm us whatever yeah uh, you know i might i might send out a few and kind of let them vote um let the listeners vote on what they might want to talk about or like you said if they got something on their mind we'll definitely uh address it Let's you talk know. about it right. and if you got I a story too the stories always help us really flush a topic out so give us the story we we'll put we'll, we'll, everything yeah. into perspective right 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 so I guess you know with that you guys um until next time I, I think we're signing off stay black y'all.
1: Thanks. This has been another episode of The Round Table. Be sure to visit our website at theround-table.com. To have made you laugh is a privilege, and
2: to have crossed your face is a privilege. You're the star, you're strong, sure. Can I have your autograph because you're looking like a wall. It's a privilege to have seen your face is a privilege.